I really like that. No, we all say Matt once. I'll take uh, a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone someone can take Honda Days. We've got Happy Holidays. Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. I'll go Honda Days. Toyota-thon. All right, you go Happy Toyota-thon. Matt goes Happy Honda Days. Harley goes Kwanzaa. Jake, you go Hanukkah, and I'll go Christmas. Cool? Yep. And that's after we do the clap. Uh, I don't know. Fuck it. I'll do fucking. I don't give a shit. Happy Ramadan. I what other holidays are there in December? Piss off, Yardog. Someone's got to do Christmas. I said Christmas. It, oh, it makes yeah. sense. You're the host. All right. Yeah. Merry Christmas. That covers all of the holidays, so you can't get mad at us. Technically, we're uncancelable at this point. Uh, it is Tuesday, December twenty second. Merry holiday, Christmas, Toyota-thon, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah day for all of you people around the Tuesday catch-up world. I will say this, fellas. I checked our listener data. We had listeners in Belgium, Korea, Australia, Germany, motherfucking the U.S., Canada. We were we were a worldwide podcast over the last seven days, boys. We're getting more Koreans. Podcast because Koreans love ketchup. Boom, boom, boom. I think probably from like the Thailand Divers episodes. We're hitting some keywords. Send a link to my boy, Kim Jong-un. He said he's a fan. He was in? Yeah, he loves it. I mean, I feel like we're right up his alley. I feel it's like kind of where we're at. Uh, So, yeah, pen pals. And yeah. So, Merry Christmas, holidays. God, I'm going to, you know what? Fuck it. Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, We're glad to grace your ears on this fine uh, holiday week. Um, Don't be an asshole out there. But if you want to get the Tuesday catch up a gift, here's what you do. If you're listening to this, you're just going to pause it real quick and you're going to flip the page. And you're going to go ahead and click. There's five little stars. They don't have anything in them. And that's where you're going to click on the fifth one to the right. You're going to click on that. Five-star rating. And then you're going to write a nice little message. You're going to tell us Merry Christmas and all the things you love about us and everything you like about the fucking episode. And you're going to put that down. Then you're going to rate us. And then you're going to – and then and then after all that, we're not done with you yet. You're going to fucking subscribe. You're going to go and you're going to click the subscribe button so that every Tuesday when an episode drops, the first thing you see at 6 a.m. in the morning is that the Tuesday catch-up is in your phone. Okay? That's what you're going to do. Big time, big time, big time. It's Tuesday, December 22nd, Christmas week. Hit the music. Give me pictures of Spider-Man. I don't know how to read at that point. Not without beer. You got to come back with something. The sauce is the must. (laughs) Put some fucking headphones in. You are listening to the Tuesday Catch-Up. Oh, gentlemen. Um, yeah, we're all just doing the gang gang sign. Um, not actual that gang signs. Star. <laughs> yeah, very white. We're not. We're very very suburb suburban. Um, I can I can I just come off the top with something? I think. Am I the only one who's hung over today? That's probably a fair question to start with. Yeah. All right. Yep. Well, whatever. Yep. So finally, we just were like, "Fuck it, we cannot stay inside anymore. It's time to go out and do something." So we met up with some friends and we're like, "Let's go have. We're gonna do the tour de pier. We're gonna go to." All the townie bars into pier because I think that COVID has put us in a weird spot where you can't go to the club. Like you don't want to go to the clubs where all the 19, 20 year old super spreaders are at. Right. And then Mm -hmm. you also don't want to go to the townie bars where no one's wearing a mask and it's like super unsafe. And there is no like normal person bars anymore. Like there's no happy medium out there for the people. And so we ended up just going to the townie bars. And is there anything more of a vibe killer than when someone has control of the jukebox and everything's going great and then some, like, meth head walks up and puts death metal on with, like, just puts a crumpled <laughs> up one in the fucking jukebox and just kills the mood in there? 
for five finger death punch. Oh, worse than that, <laughs> they'll do like like a uh, fucking uh, Slayer. Sl yeah, like Slayer. That. <laughs> then I'm ready. I'm buying shots for everybody. Dude, not me. I literally <laughs> like. I, 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 so Lucy was questioning me. She's like, why would you spend 20 bucks to put or to have jukebox credits on your phone? Um, and I was like, why wouldn't I? Like, this is a, he, he, this guy just single handedly ruined everybody's night with this music. I was like, I, it's my <laughs> yeah. duty. It is my privilege to save these people from themselves and, um, and play them some better music. So I took over and we had an all 70s hour for a bit there. And then, and then when we left, I played Fergalicious four times in a row. Once I left, I just like I Love tuned it. into the jukebox on my way out and just fucking just ran it. It was definitely worth the bit of a couple dollars. You know what's even worse than that is like I went to a, a tiny bar pre pre Rona, and it was like ten o'clock on a Friday. There was like five people in there, and they just had like the news playing. And the only way that it would switch over is if you put money in the jukebox. So then I had to take over and reset the whole vibe, and I got that place popping again but it took a lot of work it does take work and and soon, I, i'm glad that you okay. you have that experience too though because like yeah. it is something you like especially with the bars and this is how they i mean honestly is how they make their money right is they'll just have like whatever playing and then whenever you queue into the jukebox it'll switch over automatically but that's how they get like all of it to pay and and like you said matt it's your duty to save these people like it's a lot of work to reset the vibe i think that's the term reset the vibe you got to reset the room you got to yep. lay out sometimes Sometimes you just gotta power through. What if what if headphones were a thing at a bar? Here's here's what's making me think of that is this morning at the it. gym, like the uh, the radio on in the gym. Normally it's like pretty bad anyways. Today it was a Christian radio station, full sermon being piped into the gym. Oh, it was the Christ. weirdest experience. I'm like, if I forgot my headphones, I, I don't think I could get anything done. Gotta pray for gains. So so you're <laughs> reps for Jesus. Reps for Jesus. <laughs> he died for us. We'll we'll lift for him. Um now for the gains. Turn this back, Harley. You want headphones at bars? I mean, maybe. How else do you power through a vibe without reset the vibe without money? You reset the but yeah, I mean Good. it's it's an expense. It, it has to be somebody who's willing to I would say this. Here's the thing is you have to have like to you have to have faith in your music selection because if you're a guy who puts twenty bucks in and you can't stick to a genre or a flow that gets people <laughs> up, I mean it's a Matt, would you agree that it's a gradual ramp up? Like I started, I think I think I started with uh all these things I've done by the killers was one of my first songs. So it's like kind of like it was like a transition out of the rock into like the like a little more poppy rock. And then it really kind of like picks up at the end. And then I started smacking them with like hits. And then eventually I hit like Brandy and a couple other like just real feel good vibe songs. And then I had reset the room. And then someone also queued in and played Dixieland Delight. So I finally I, I convinced people like good music should be played at this place. It's yeah, not. That's good. And you then did. I applaud you for your service. Thank you. Thank you. No one else was understanding it. I'm like, no, no, no. This is resetting the room is a, is a real phenomenon. <laughs> um, then I got mad because we were at this townie bar and I wanted to play a little bit of great white Buffalo, little slots. So I went to stick a fiver in there and then I'm sitting there. I like click the game and I'm ready to go. And then I look down and my five just keeps getting spit out and put back in, but not all the way. And I like watch it for like 10 yep. seconds and I go to reach it. And I barely, I mean, I mean, I barely two fingers, like touched my $5 bill, just eat it, ate it in half gone. And then like they were, they, yeah, they're not going to do anything for me. So I didn't get to win any money. I just ended up losing $5. Oh, speaking of gambling yesterday, I took everyone's advice. Uh, you know, the four double yolk eggs. I'm like, I got some luck on me. So I went and bought a lottery ticket. Chum, it was two dollars. What was you won two dollars? I actually bought no, um, no. I bought a ticket 
for the Powerball and it was two dollars. Yes. We got duped, and the lady charges eight dollars a ticket, and we got. Two. Oh like, my <laughs> god! Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so so the Powerball was in a ridiculous spot. I think it was last summer or two summers ago, and Matt, myself, I think it was Zach, Nate, Dan were out running around town, like just we were. I think we went out to lunch. We did a couple things, and then we're like, you know what? That Powerball is pretty ridiculous. Let's stop at the Gandhi Mart. This is where people had won it before. Like this is definitely. Or I think they had a winner in that area. So we're like, this is the one you yeah. buy it at. Walk in, we're like, we'll take six Powerball tickets or whatever, expecting 12 bucks. She's like, that'll be $60 or like some ridiculous amount. And we're like, <laughs> and she couldn't speak any, like, like she wasn't, had, did, she had a very thick accent and not very, like, very broken English. And we're like, there's no way that's the price. She's like, yeah, mm hmm, mm hmm. $8 a ticket. We're like, bullshit. I was like, you better guarantee me a win if that's the actual, like, if that's the price of this fucking ticket. And then we paid it because. More anxious people. We don't like conflict. <laughs> Am I yeah. the only one who gets nervous trying to buy Powerball tickets and lottery tickets? I was so nervous. Yeah. It's like, yeah okay. okay. So my whole thing is, I think it's like an unwritten, unspoken situation where like, if you're like, if you're not like a, a repetitive person, like my neighbor, she always buys lottery tickets scratch offs things like that like she's a pro at this thing she's just whipping them up left and right and she wins so i'm like you know what i'm gonna go try and do this and every single time i walk in there i go up to the counter and he's like can i help you and i just freeze i just completely <laughs> freeze and i'm like i'm just gonna take a snickers bar and a diet coke <laughs> <laughs> i won't take my chances today and i just completely leave and i'm just like there's no way i'll buy a lottery ticket today i'm way too nervous <laughs> J- jakey i i bought one and and uh she goes do you want the power play and i'm like uh i think so like, and the I guy standing next to her is laughing he goes <laughs> and i'm like yeah <laughs> bitch i don't know yeah like the one thing i've waited to is like walking up to a craps table for the first time that's like what uh... i can't wait to like walking up to a craps table looking at all the numbers all the colors and you're just like Holy fuck! What do I do? I am genuinely afraid. There's so yeah, there's so it's 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 so much going on, and I'm genuinely afraid of new things. Like I I I do not like being the first tr- like trying something for the first time in a crowd of people who have all experienced it before, a la a casino or buying a Powerball ticket at a sketchy like gas station. Like they're the same fucking people. I mean Shit, that lady. Bro. Yeah. Oh, that I mean that lady. Chum, I mean, she gave us the ocular pat down. She goes, "These boys have no idea. I'm gonna make fifty bucks." Oh, easily, dude. She, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she eyed us up and down. I'm surprised she wasn't like cash only. <laughs> We're like, yeah, of course. <laughs> do you want it? To, do you want it in fives? Like, hand it over. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I'm just not good at like, I'm not good at that kind of stuff. And then last night, even. Just thinking about like my anxiety around people. We're walking and then we need our check because we're trying to go to the Garden of Lights and we have to get our check. But the lady had kind of stopped checking on us because we kept shooing her away. Like we were just drinking, eating, like taking a long time. And as a server, you eventually you're just like, I'm not going to go check on them until they're ready for me. And then she was like in an in-depth conversation. And Lucy, knowing full well like who I am as a person, was like, on your way to the bathroom, stop, like excuse the conversation and ask for our checks. I was like, mm Mm-mm. I was like, nope. I can't, I can't do that. She's like, you can do this. So I get up and I'm beeline it to the bathroom. And she said that I legitimately made a loop around their conversation and just like kept walking. Like I like, like positioned myself and then just turned and kept walking. She's like, that was just, that was something right there. You thought about it and, and then, then you're like, yeah. Still no. And then the bathrooms were labeled 
uh, eggs and sausage. And I, I like walked up and like, they, but there wasn't like a, like a, any sort of pictures or anything. And the only logos on the doors were just crabs. And I was like, I'm so fucking confused. I, like, I mean, I love, I love eggs. So I would have gone into eggs. Oh, so I, blew it. I was like, is this like a choose, is it a choose your own adventure? I was like, I don't yeah, know. It's, it's, it's all unisex at that point. It's just like, what's your favorite breakfast? Exactly. <laughs> and then I was like, I was like, is the crabs logo like, do I have crabs? It was like, is there crabs in here? And so Are I was you just, in the floor of Bama? Yeah, dude, I was, it was, uh, it was something, but I've picked the right bathroom. I went into sausage and then Lucy had a nice laugh when I came back. So yeah, that was something. Um, anybody else, any notable stories from the week or weekend? I'm glad you, I'm glad you I, got back in the gambling game though, Matt. I'm happy for you. Thank I you, accidentally thank you. peed on a grown man. <laughs> what? Accidentally? Again? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, totally accidentally. Uh, we were getting some um, plumbing work done, and um, it was like 7 o'clock in the morning, and my dad comes up into my room, and he's like, hey, don't flush the toilet. Like, they're working on the plumbing right now. It'll, it'll like, shoot right down onto him, like, whatever you put down there. So, like, do not flush the toilet. He's like, you can pee, but just do not flush. And I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. And I had every intention of not flushing. And I hop back in bed and fall asleep for, like, an hour and a half and, you know, kind of get up in my stupor and go – take a pee and just instinctively flush the toilet and i hop back in bed and i hop back in bed and i hear, I hear holy fuck my dad, my, dad, my dad comes running up the stairs he's like did you just fucking flush the toilet <laughs> <laughs> and so i run down the stairs all the way down into the basement and there's this kid down in, down in here and he's like got some you know water piss on his arm and there's like water on the floor and he, and i'm like holy fuck i'm so sorry he's like it's okay just don't do it again <laughs> so bad wait you come downstairs you come downstairs he's just licking his fingers because <laughs> you're well hydrated uh, oh. yeah, i felt so bad and especially because i like i i like knew like not to fucking do it and just like the instinct and like the pee like that's always the worst type of thing that happens when dude your like, brain oh no. yeah your brain goes on autopilot and yeah. you just like you're not really yeah it's that's the morning time for sure. Nate, that is an ew. <laughs> I did not expect that when I asked if there was any more interesting <laughs> stories. <laughs> um, so then everything was cool though. He wasn't like mad. He kind of handled it well. No, I, it's mostly just my shame, I guess. Yeah, like that how long? Has, uh, so what day was this? Was this yesterday? You said. No, this actually happened uh, like two weeks ago. I just haven't talked about it because of you know the shame. The shame. I was well. I was gonna say, how long has <laughs> this been? Like, are you now at a point where you're like, okay, it's funny again, or it's funny now? Or like, I mean, it, it took maybe maybe forty eight hours. Jake's just doing the shame really sign. Shame. Shame. <laughs> shame, 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 shame. Wait, wait, yeah, we're all doing the rock side too. Shame, shame. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, yeah, um, so it, it took a little while to come to terms with it and uh, see the funny side of things, um, but just happy to share it with you guys. You know what? Thank you for opening up to us, Nate. I'm really, I'm glad we did that. That we're moving, we're we're feeling good. Uh, anybody yeah. else? No, nope. not compared to that. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say. Can anyone top pissing on a grown man? <laughs> I shot like a shit. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Um, I've got some questions and things written down here that I would like to run past the group. And this was one that Zach and I had come up with, and I'm sad he's not here to help me flesh this out further. But we were we were on the video games the other day, and then people were talking about St. Nick because St. Nick had arrived. Behind the sa- here a little behind how the sausage is made. Behind the sausage is what I was going to say, and I meant behind the scenes how the sausage is made, and I just colla- like <laughs> collapsed them. Behind the sausage, um, 
that we record a week ahead. So St. Nick came like four days ago. I don't fucking remember. Anyways, St. Nick came and he, and, and Lucy didn't know that St. Nick fills your shoes. Like she was, she was confused at that tradition. Are you guys aware? Like, do you guys do the shoe filling or like, how did you do it? Yeah. Yeah, That's how it happened here. Jake, you didn't? I have, I legitimately have no idea what's going on. All right, Jake, let me, let me write. So St. Nick, like Santa. Like Santa? Yeah, so this is Santa's pregame. Santa's pregame to Christmas, his warm-up, like dry run, like kind of like the walkthrough for the offense, is that he will come to your house and fill your shoes with candy. You got to put your shoes on the fireplace, and then he fills them with like candy and magazines. And if you're a rich kid, sometimes video games or other stuff. But if you're like a normal person, it's, it's supposed to be just candy <clears throat> or like a Nickelodeon magazine. That was like the standard. My mom would give us – I mean St. Nick. Oh, St. Nick. St. Nick, sorry, would Saint give Nick. us <laughs> – Beef jerky and like M and M's and just like the usual, like it's like that's that's the that's the stocking slash uh, shoe stuffing stuff. So Lucy said that Saint Nick would just drop stuff outside their doors. It would just be a pile of like gifts, and they got nice stuff. Like Saint Nick was good to them too, and then Saint Nick was also good to like some of our friends closer. But anyways, I digress. Let's go back to this. She was perplexed at why they use shoes, and then we ran into a couple other people who were like, "Why shoes?" And I'm like, "I don't know. Like it's just a Saint Nick thing." And then I kind of stumbled upon this. Is St. Nick a foot guy? Let's well, discuss. Yeah, Let's discuss. He comes to your house. I mean, instead of paying money for your feet picks, all he wants you to do is leave your little shoes out baking by the fireplace. So they're nice and hot and stinky. And then he just. <laughs> and that's his. That's how he like gets ready for Christmas. And so then he sets them back down. And if you furthermore, your honor, for the evidence side of things, what uh, what hangs from your fireplace on actual Christmas morning? Stockings. Stockings. Socks. Big socks. St. Nick fucking loves feet. I'm there it is. Thoughts? I saw this in the uh, the doc, and I <laughs> legit laughed out loud at this. I thought it was so damn funny, <laughs> but it makes sense. The science is there. It, it's yeah, they went over this on an episode of Ancient Aliens too. <laughs> it's well documented. Saint <laughs> Nick's love of feet. But I, I, I just, I also do like the whole nature of Saint Nick being a pregame to Christmas, and then I looked back at the heritage, and apparently it's like some sort of like he would come through your windows and like leave little trinkets and treats on his way to Christmas. But I would say. Saint Nick, Bigfoot guy, can make it official. I, I don't know what the connection is, but I feel like there's a connection between why socks are your least favorite gift to get at Christmas and him kind of pre-gaming with filling your shoes. I, I don't know what it is, but I feel like there's a connection there. Dude, once I saw it, it was like like inception mind blown when I was like, wait a minute, stockings. Because I was writing out the document for the episode and I looked up from my laptop and all I could see was the three stockings we have staring me back in my face. And I went, holy shit. <laughs> and then I got a text from my FBI agent that said, shut your phone off right now. <laughs> That's enough. You're like Zach Galifianakis when he's counting cards. And all the numbers are floating around. Him. But it was just feet. Holy I was shit. Like, feet Santa's picks. got a foot fetish. It's like, is Santa running? In, is St. Nick running in OnlyFans for like a foot exchange or foot picks exchange like dude it's i think we started our own site mm. saint nick's picks yeah saint nick's feet picks that's <laughs> i'm down dude um speaking of christmas uh i don't know you know you probably have all listened to the last episode where i somewhat denounced my love for christmas said it was crappy and i was under a lot of pressure i know bah humbug bah humbug and then Christmas came to get its 
Christmas Christmas got its this week. It came after me and it was gonna get it. It was gonna get me. So I got got by Christmas. Here's what happened. Um, uh, so I wanted to buy good presents for Lucy this year. I was very excited. I had a couple good things I wanted to get her, and um, two of them were like larger ticket items. I was very excited to get. So one day a package arrives and it's for me from Lucy, but so I like don't look into it too much and it's not very well like there's nothing that says what it is, but the only thing that's on there is like a lithium battery um sticker on the front. And I'm like, oh okay, like so it's something with something with electronics. I'm like, very cool. So put it in the house, whatever. And then I continue. It's not a Roomba. So (laughs) Yeah, so then I uh I order her or order a couple of her gifts that I'm ready for to get to the house. And one of them arrives the next day. I bring it in, I put it in my closet, and then I notice the sticker on the front is a lithium battery sticker. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> so then I go in the kitchen and Lucy goes, uh, I think we bought each other the same thing for Christmas. And I was like, what do you mean? And then she's like, does it start with an M? And I was like, is it two words? And then at the same time, we're like, we bought each other massage guns, didn't we? So we both bought the fucking <laughs> Theraguns, which is like a big ticket item. I was very excited for this. And Lu- so here's the thing. Like some couples do like the I'll tell you what I'm getting you or like you pick. And that's just a, that's their setup. That's not our setup. We like to we want to like surprise each other. Like you want to ball out on Christmas and be like, how did you think of that? So I'm screwed there. That's the first one. Second one. Lucy's been talking about wanting to play piano and play the keyboard. And I'm like, I am going to get her a full setup, like stand, keyboard, whole thing. I'm going to have it set up on Christmas morning. I go, I do all this research and I order it. And it's not supposed to arrive till like five days from now. Like we're recording. Like it's not supposed to arrive till closer to Christmas, which is good. And they said it would arrive between X time. So I'm like, Lucy won't be home. She'll be at work. I can grab it, bring it downstairs, cover it with something. She'll never see it. The fucking thing arrived six days early and like 20 minutes before she got home from work. So she gets home and it's clearly marked. It's like keyboard with stand. And she's like, she walked in. She's like, uh, there's a package on the front porch. And I went, is it a keyboard? And she went, yep. I was like, great. I love Christmas. Uh, so Christmas is canceled and I'm, I'm sick. Jeff Bezos ruining Christmas. Jeff Bezos is an asshole. Why do you have to be so goddamn efficient, Jeff? So and now I'm back in like the now I'm back in the lab. Now I'm back in the Christmas beat lab trying to figure yeah, out what to do. I think you both have to send the massage guns back. That's the only thing that makes sense. No, I'm giving, no we're one. we're sending one and then I'm sending I'm still giving giving her that because we need one. Like we that's a it's a need in this house, I think. Is that a pun? Oh nice. Need. <laughs> hey, you're hey, you're good for one. You have not lost it, man. You have not, you have not lost it. Speaking Speaking of Christmas spirit, I just want to plug the Tuesday Ketchup Christmas Spotify playlist. If you're a Grinch like Chum and you hate Christmas, uh, listen to these tunes to get you back in the mood. We got Blues Travelers. We got Give us a little taste. Give us a little taste in the background. I was going to say, can you you start playing and talk through it? Sorry to cut the pitch, Nate. I'm sorry. That was bad. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's cutting really a promo bad. and you just fucked him up. Uh, sorry, I'm sorry. Wait, let me hype you back up. Hey, no. <laughs> I'm just feeling so down. I hate got, Christmas. I wish I'd be We got Willie Nelson. We got the Smashing Pumpkins. We got Hootie and the Blowfish, Sean Kingston, Mary J. Blige, and John Cougar, Mellencamp. We got John Bon Vovine, Eric Clapton, John Popper, Paul McCartney, Sentin. Run DMC, and a little Snoop Dogg. Come on, listen to this. What's what's more than a little Hanukkah or a harmonica? <laughs> a little harmonica during Hanukkah, baby. Listen to the Blues Travelers to get in the mood for your holiday season. Question. Yeah. 
Can you repeat how you say John Bon Jovi? <laughs> John Von Bovine. <laughs> is that Bon Jovi? Yes, that is. <laughs> I was so confused for a second. Oh, Jesus. Um, speaking of things that are getting us in the Christmas spirit, Burger King on the hot seat. Here's what they did. You remember, do you guys remember a couple years ago that Ding Fries Are Done song? Like that fantastic song? A couple years song? ago? You mean a couple of decades ago? I don't remember, dude. The internet, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> internet's, internet's a big place. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it for you guys. No, hang on. Here's what I'm going to play you. I'm going to play you the new Burger King ad, and then I'm going to play you the OG. Mm. Mm. Mm, indeed, boys. So you're, mm. You have the accurate. All right, here we go. <laughs> Okay, so I work at Burger King making people whoppers. So then, yeah, so, that, that couldn't have been a real ad though, chum. Mm -hmm. That was legit. That's that was that on was TV. That was a real yeah. ad, dude. That's on TV. Like it's a bit, one of the biggest Burger King spots right now. So then, here Jeez. is the original. So, that, no way that's a real ad. No, the first one is real, real dude. Ad. First one's real ad. Well, the first one's real. The second one is not. No, though, but right? I'm no, saying. That was not, I, right, but I'm not. saying. Here's what's pissing me off. Here's what's pissing me off. The internet. <laughs> the internet in my mind is undefeated. Like you, if you want, like true, funny, like a heartbeat on like what people truly think is funny and new and cool or like like me like or like niche memes you go to the internet and these fucking advertisers like i bet some dick bag named like jerry sat down at the table after like his kid showed him that and we like went to an ad meeting and was like i've got the best idea ever he's like what if we did uh the the christmas song but we did ding fries are done and and Talk about whoppers, and we did that, and then everyone's like, "That's so unique and new and never been done before." Little do they know, it's like literally a cult favorite. Like if you say "ding fries are done" to anybody, I bet eight out of ten people are like, "Like I work at Burger King," like that's you know. <laughs> I don't think that's how he pitched it. I think he showed the cult classic and was like, "Let's twist this and make money off of it." Let's let's pay this poor old fool who put this on donkeypunch.com in 1998. <laughs> let's pay him $100 and get the rights to his fucked up donkey song. <laughs> donkey song. Now what other what uh what what other sites were there that were like like it was E-Bombs e -bombs world? world? Yeah, there was a couple e sites that world, were like yeah. They were they were the thing like that's where you went to find funny like games like there Addicting was a yeah. addictinggames.com was great and then there was what one Harley yeah. what's his uh um uh the guy who fought Wayne Brady Kung Fu game was fantastic yeah. the guy I from don't know what website that the was guy from whose line it is it anyway had a game it was, it was called yeah. Wayne Brady Kung Fu and he'd just be like come here bitch <laughs> I want to show you something <laughs> like, it was like a, it was like Mortal Kombat but you could only be Wayne Brady and you had to make it through thirty enemies Harley and I at like <laughs> it was awesome literally nine and eleven are playing this and it's like come here bitch <laughs> this is so fucking funny <laughs> my and my parents like didn't care and then we played 
Holy shit! I don't want to talk the, about that. The Bill Cosby, the Bill Cosby Bill game Cosby. was bad, yeah. dude. They were, there was a game that was so ahead of its time on Bill Cosby. It was literally before anything came out. It was like Bill Cosby's in his house, and then your job was like kidnap delivery people and bury them in your backyard. Yeah, you, you lure them in with pudding. Yeah, you'd be like, "What's well, pudding pops?" I remember that, dude. How? Again, the internet undefeated. Someone's like, "Dude, Bill Cosby's kind of creepy. We should make." a game where he's kind of like a like he drugs people or knocks them out and he like kills them or t- takes them and then they're like and then it happens like the internet is undefeated uh but yeah that game does is life awesome. imitate art or does art yeah dude. <laughs> <laughs> that We're game was definitely art today that game was art dude that is that is just such a such a unique thought and then whoever took the time to develop that like after seeing what it takes to like nate you working on our website for example like after seeing how long that can take and then thinking about they made a full-fledged like multi-level multi-choice game about killing people as bill cosby Ooh. I thought of another game that's kind of in line with Christmas. That game where you like read the paragraph about how Rudolph was sick of getting teased, and then you're in the middle oh of the screen and you shoot all the other deer that are coming at you. Yeah, yeah. It, it, so it's it's Rudolph getting bullied is like the start of the game, and then all of a sudden he's like ripped, like jacked, and he's got two M16s, and you just gunning down reindeer. It's it's. <laughs> It's it's animated though. It's this sounds so much darker than it is, and we're gonna. Get I was gonna say I don't think that plays in 2020, but <laughs> none of these it. do. Bill Cosby killing people doesn't play in 2020, but it's it. But again, those laid the foundation. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Life imitates Bill Cosby game. Yeah. All right. Let's get a little happier here. What's the best way to celebrate Christmas, fellas? That's what we're looking for today. I want to know. You know, do you open your gifts at morning or at night? Um, how? Like, what's the rotation? Do you guys? Do you guys have a dole outer? You know, we want to give the people a how-to guide on Christmas this year, especially in 2020. Is there anything you know special twist we could put on it? But it's an important year. Uh, how do we Christmas? I mean, the Stooping family's got it down. Let's hear. Down. It. Nate, you want to do the honors? Run us through wake up time. I want to hear. Honors? I want to hear wake up time through dinner, like through the end of the day. Give us, give us the twenty fifth as okay, a wrap. All you, dude. All you. So, <laughs> wake up around eight thirty nine. Um, cinnamon rolls in the oven. Bacon cooking. Eggs rolling. Presents. Well, actually, we usually start with the. We got a fire, a big old fire crackling. Um, toss on some Christmas music. Rip into the uh, stockings first so you can snack away. Um, one of, I'm sure, Matt's favorite things and my favorite things is we always get chocolate-covered pretzels in our stockings. No, no, no. Chocolate-covered peanut butter pretzels. Filled pretzels, yes. Yeah. Chocolate-covered peanut butter-filled pretzels, and we eat those, like, instantly. Um, Reese's, <laughs> Reese's uh, peanut butter cup trees. Awesome. Reese's, For the Christmas trees. Trees? A staple. Reese's, pieces, Jake, don't even get me started. Uh... <laughs> Oh, uh, not today. Not today. Um, and uh, so then we kind of rotate one one present at a time. You're all done, um, and you know, have Merry Christmas. Then uh, usually Home Alone or Elf or um, Christmas Vacation. Um, being in a sugar coma, laying by the fire and taking a nap the rest of the day, and then eating um, like maybe Chinese food or something at dinner after you wake up from a four hour sugar Whoa. coma nap and we yeah. legit back it up beep 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 what'd beep, you say beep. chinese food yeah uh, yeah, yeah. uh <laughs> i just love jake beep 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 
Back it up, uh, Jake. <laughs> Jake, would you like to elaborate? Why we, why can't we eat Chinese food on Christmas? I mean, who? What do you think? You're like the Christmas story cast. Ra 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 ra, Jake. Now here's my thought: because isn't Chinese food I'm like? Not, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead no, 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 no. I was just gonna say. I thought like. Every time I see Chinese food in like a Christmas movie on Christmas, it's like because someone doesn't have anywhere else to go. Is that is that a not a fair assumption? Like I feel like that's not well, a first choice by many on Christmas. It's the Lord's Day, um, and you just want to sack to the max, take a big old naps, and uh, then order some snacks. Um, mm. And that's about all you can do to the max. Wait, John, what did you say about <laughs> it's for people that don't have any place to... What'd you say? Like, I feel like every time I've seen it, like, you'll see, like, uh, like a rom-com on a, a Christmas rom-com. Like, the person, like, doesn't have anywhere to go. They're stuck in New York on Christmas, and their family's all gone. They go get Chinese food. Or, like, the Christmas story. Their their ham got burnt there or whatever. They, like, they couldn't eat dinner, so they went in Chinese food. Like, I feel like that's the theme you see. You don't see people are like, we're getting Chinese food on Christmas. Because Christmas, uh, Christmas is a ham day. Uh, Thanksgiving's a turkey day. Chinese food is New Year's. It's a hungover. Get it on New Year's. I feel like that's the structure, but maybe I'm wrong. I, it's, it's about relaxing. Uh, it's about relaxing. You don't have to cook, worry about anything. You eat peanut butter pretzels, peanut butter, chocolate pretzels, and Chinese food, baby. All right, I like that. Now, Nate, you you did cut like a small promo there. You were like, sack, relax, snacks <laughs> to the max was like your thing. Yeah. Could you repeat that for the people? Honestly, couldn't do it if I tried. That was nice. <laughs> You're on a run. You're on a run. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. I like you guys' rundown. Stoopings do got it done. Now, let Nick Harley do. Should I go for our family? Like what we do for I Christmas? Would, I would say go for All it. All right. Please chime in if not. So, we used to <laughs> we used to go up to up north on Christmas Eve to our like. So we have two very different <laughs> families, and one of them is quite a bit more, as some would say, like conservative. Girl. <laughs> And very <laughs> rural. Very rural. <laughs> Rural's a great explanation. Um, like one of them, like only has one leg, like a sugar foot kind of thing. <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> So, anyways, I'd fucking mob up there in my freshly cleaned Tims that have never been worked in, skinny jeans and a Christmas sweater, and walk into a house that's just Marlboro smoke, camo, and Trump, baby. <laughs> that's what we would go into every like every Christmas Eve for the for, for a long, long time. That's how we spent it, but. The reward was, on the way, we'd grab Cinnabon for Christmas morning. So our Christmas tradition is Christmas morning, you wake up, Cinnabons are in the oven. And that's what you start with before presents. So you'd get up, you could mm-hmm. open your... Now, here's a good thing for our listeners. Stockings first, baby. Start I with your stockings first. Stockings you first. pop open, you go to the fireplace, because that, is especially growing up, I felt like stockings were the innocent thing you could open while your family was still sleeping. Like, mom and dad, they're sleeping. They've been up till four in the morning helping Santa put presents by the tree. Um, and then you can open the, the, the stockings to get yourself kind of warmed up for the day. And then, so we'd eat Cinnabons, do that. Then it's presents. Now, here's how you do presents. I, we like to have a, a process of one person doling out the presents. you got to have a hand or outer, and it's got to go kind of in a snake draft order. But there's always, like, Santa's helper, you know, mom or dad, whoever helped help. coordinate that, um, helps hand them out because if you can't get, like, two bit, you can't give out, like, the, the bell of the ball presents early. So they kind of help filter <laughs> what needs to be gone. Then, I mean, then the rest of our day is, like, presents by 11. Then we do an egg bake, some sort of, like, something a little more savory. And then it's chill time. Mm-hmm. You organize your presents. And then we'd sometimes go to our grandma's house. But I think that that's how you do the presents. And honestly, 
you know? I don't, I don't know. It's pretty chill. I feel like it's really it, the the post Christmas like like not hangover, but like at like four or five p.m. You're like, well, that was it. Like it's over. It's just sack, relax, and something to snack the max, to the max, right? baby, <laughs> to the max, to the max. Jake, how do you do Christmas? Uh, I feel like, oh, oh, go ahead. I want to add one thing. Yeah. I feel like a, an important part of the Christmas tradition starts at about uh, ten minutes after bedtime on Christmas Eve, and that is sneaking into the family kitchen to eat more goodies. Ooh. <laughs> I Harley like and I a lot of trouble for that. would go Harley and I would go stupid we would have some missions dude uh, one of us would like fucking string down the stairs and check to watch what they were doing so like Harley's in the <laughs> kitchen like mission impossible against the wall like kind of give me the signals and I would cut through the computer room and the thing is <laughs> Tupperware has never been louder than when you're a fat kid trying to steal cookies on Christmas dude <laughs> I'd be and, and so eventually we got to the point where like and, and my mom like she used to, she would stack everything four or five high so there's like a thing of checks mix which is the it's literally like a thing of marbles like it's so loud and we were trying to get to the bottom which was peanut butter balls and like three or four other things honestly i would get myself so nervous and worked up that i'd just be coated in chocolate because i'd melt the cookies <laughs> in my hand while i was trying to get away so i'd have some in my hand while i'm opening the rest of the containers and i would just be like <laughs> covered in chocolate but harley and i yeah we executed some operations dude Worth it. Worth it. Worth every. Worth every penny. Worth every penny. Uh, Jake, how do you celebrate Christmas? You have. Is there a specific uh, tradition? Something. Something you we missed. Free. Well, real quick to to jump back on the. I can attest as a fat guy myself. Uh, the I can say this: the loudest thing trying to sneak, either Christmas Day or Christmas Eve, is breaking open. Those pie containers. Oh, you know what I'm <laughs> the plastic yeah. ones, dude. They're they're literally. Oh, as you're ripping it off, and you're just like, at this point, fuck it. So yeah, like, yeah. So you just start notching pie, but that would, I would say that's definitely like the loudest thing if you're trying to sneak. And it's tough because but, like. Uh, I, I do the same thing with Lucy now. Like, I'll try to sneak treats. Like, I don't know why I've trained my brain that I can't allow myself to have treats. So if I get, like, if I, I want something sweet, like, she'll be watching TV and I'll, like, slink past and just, like, <laughs> eating cookies and stuff. So, but anyways, go I ahead. I, I, I want to I hear about Jake's family Christmas because the round-the-table well, traditions are good. I don't know about you guys, but I would say our Christmas has gotten a lot more lax over the years since we became mm. teenagers. Because when we were kids, Christmas was, like, the pinnacle of the year and i think it is for a lot of kids not everybody but for a lot of people it is you know getting up at 4 a.m jumping on your parents and all that stuff and then the magic gets lost a little bit because then you start knowing what you got for christmas and your grandparents don't come over anymore and <laughs> oh, no. Jake, jesus christ <laughs> And then you eat Chinese food and you're fucking sad. And then you eat Chinese food and you're, up, you wake up, you're 45, you're bald, and you're sitting there. <laughs> oh, my God, Jake. You're stuck no, in Connecticut. Honestly, Christmas is pretty loud in my house, pretty traditional, pretty on par with, uh, with the uh, Fredrickson family Christmas, um, pretty much in every way. You know, we have the Santa's Helper, which is always fun. And uh, one thing that I think is a fantastic addition to any and it doesn't have to be Christmas. This is going to be anybody's holiday. Because I think eggnog is for everybody. I don't Fire. think that's Ooh, yeah. Fire. What I will say, here's a nice little play on it. And a lot of people don't do it, and they should. Eggnog, French toast, bake is one of the greatest things that my father. Yeah, Fuck it. The show's over. I got to go cook. <laughs> Jake, that recipe is going on Instagram. 
it's been a Hirsch family tradition for many a year, and it is outstanding. That it's sounds outstanding. so good. Yeah, and we always we put it in the oven right after or right before stockings, and then by the time you're done with stockings, then you move on to the bake, the French uh, the French toast eggnog bake, and then you move on to Santa's helper, and then you move on to we're the Hirsches are are very cooking oriented. We're a very chef family. Oh. <laughs> How about now? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Classic Nate muted. <laughs> We're a very cooking chef family, so we that's why I was I was taken aback and quite frankly shocked at that you guys get Chinese food. But what I will say is that's not a bad idea. I'm not dissing Chinese food in any way. Because what I will right. also say is when you don't have to cook on holidays, there that's when you can enjoy them the most. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. So, well, true. Untalked about stress that like no one talks about it. Be like, I got the turkey, I got the ham, I got the mashed potatoes, whatever. It's a big shit show in the Hirsch house when it comes to cooking. Being but the, it's all- an advantage of went, being – oh, go ahead, Matt. No, no. It's, uh, I was just going to say I went to a Hirsch family uh, tailgate one time, the first time I met Jake and all the, the Iowa boys. Yep. Holy shit, the spread. And they, like, sent us with, like, eight sandwiches in our pockets. We were a bunch of just little chubby boys, a little drunk. We were like, oh, we're so good. Snuck into the stadium. They fucking pat you down, and you guys just dole out, like, (laughs) six Subway sandwiches type of thing. Okay, if you don't have some sort of sandwich, you don't have hot dogs or brats in your pockets when you're going to a football game, you're doing something wrong. wrong. I've never thought about that. One of the best tailgates I've ever been to. I actually had a Packers security uh, when I go into a game, touch my pocket brat, and he didn't say a word. Uh, Matt, you and I had it's quite not, the pack of other pocket You just let that fly. In yeah. Iowa. Yeah. If brat, just say you're good. Just walk. Away. Yeah, you're good. Can you imagine yeah. if he did grab the wrong brat and you're just, you're just looking at him and oh, sorry, that's my pocket brat. Um, Jake, content idea. Yes. Jake and Bake, Wake and Jake. I know that that like that we can find a play on words. Cooking show featuring Jake. Jake bakes. Eggnog uh, French toast bake for the for the followers so that we can you know help mm-hmm. our people out. Now we're just, this is just an idea table because we've we've in the past you know we've greenlit shows and spinoffs that maybe never happened. But this is a this is this is an idea tank. This is a this is where we just come up with stuff. So don't, that's one I'd endorse. I'd, I'd subscribe. Absolutely, yeah. would, absolutely would subscribe. watch would watch Jake and Bake, um, or baking. Jake I made or, some pretty amazing bread yesterday, actually. That I could have put on the Wake and Jake. Truthfully, the two you of you. No, I'm not Jake. The two of Make you doing chef. it would be fucking awesome, though. I think Jake would have to have each one of the hosts on on like a rotating basis or something of that nature. Like, obviously, if we we're all like, closer, but I think you and Jake having a cooking show would be unbelievably funny. <laughs> just, I mean, I'll produce it. Yeah, or... I would put me on just like a writing credit. That's all. I don't. I don't want. Really, that's kind of it. <laughs> I wanted to help with the idea and then leave. You know, that's kind of my thing. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a lot going on here. I oh, here's a okay. So I get to see Harley for the first time next weekend in months. Um, and one thing that happens when Harley starts coming to town, Snack Pirate, Hurricane Harley, you know, a couple of his alter egos come out when he gets around me. He kind of reverts back a few years. How do I Harley proof my house so that I'm not eaten out of house and home <laughs> or murdering him by the end of next weekend? That's impossible. I have nothing in there for him. That is the That's current I- thought. <laughs> Was on that same boat, and I think what you do is you set up your basement full of traps, and you put all of your food into giant Tupperware containers, duct taped, sealed up, so he can't even sniff that shit out. 
because you know Harley's got the super sniffer when it comes to food. He'll find it. He'll find snacks you didn't and know you had. Exactly. And mm-hmm. so all you have is like expired peanut butter and rice cakes in a cabinet, and that's it. Mm. So he's forced to eat something that he doesn't want to eat. Well, I wasn't even thinking about it. And then Lucy this morning's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Like, oh, where's Leo staying? Whatever. So once that was all figured out, and then, and then I was like, yeah, they're staying the whole week. And, he's, and she's like, oh, you ready for Harley to eat you out of house and home? And I was like, I hadn't even thought about it. Like, I'm not prepared. So then I really, I kind of been racking my brain on how to plan accordingly. I feel like mousetraps in all of your bags of food. Yeah. Mm. I feel like Harley record a video for yourself, like right now and be like, okay, put all the stuff. It's like when, when you've gone too far and you have to watch a video of yourself to like talk you back. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what I think we probably, you are the only one who can stop you. It's it's one of those things where this. But I, I don't I don't want to stop. I would love okay. to I would love to give you feedback next week on the podcast about what happens because here's what's gonna happen. Harley's gonna walk in. We're gonna hug. He's gonna go drop his bag in the back room and he's gonna come right past me and look through the cabinets and fridge while talking to me while catching up. He's gonna be like, "Oh, what's up, man?" Like as he's digging through. That's Harley for two T. Exactly what's gonna and, happen. And, it, and yeah, and so if that happens, we'll record because Harley will be sitting right next to me in the Tuesday catch up studio that is uh, currently under construction, but will be finished by then. Um, I'm excited. That's peace. Yeah, I mean, you said it best, Hayden. How how do you best prepare for a hurricane? You're not going to stop the hurricane. You board the windows. Like it's still coming. Yeah. You board the, board windows. the windows. So you got to board the windows. And I can't evacuate. This is one of those where I can't evacuate. I just got to grin and bury, you know? Yep. Yep. Mm. You just got to like, Maybe child lock the cabinets and doors with those plastic bits. That's kind of my thought. Yeah. Or, Hayden, maybe this is self serving, but you can <laughs> stock up on extra snacks so that I don't eat you all the way out. Yeah, but I can't. I am. I have self control cool. problems. I've like tried to limit the non snacks <laughs> in this house. I'm like, I'm a monster. Sorry, Jake. <laughs> I couldn't even taste, and I ate a whole pizza the other day just because I was stubborn. I was like, fuck it. I don't care. I'm going to, I need to taste this. And I kept trying. So, um, yep. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes, Jake. What? Can you still not taste? Uh, it's like hit and miss. We got toppers last yeah. night, and I could barely yeah. taste it at like three yeah. in the morning. Yeah. But maybe that's because I like my tongue was raw from whiskey. I, I honestly, it's it's tough to tell. Lucy can't taste pickles. I can't taste certain things. I still can't smell. Which this was a bizarre feeling. We haven't had guests in three weeks, and then we had our friends over yesterday, and I had to have Andre come and vet my house. I'm like, I need you to be objective and like cruel. I'm like, does it stink in here? Because we have no idea. Like, we could smell like absolute death, and we'd have no idea. And he's like, No, you're okay. He's like, It's a little funky, but you're good. Like, but yeah, it could have smelled like death because our house smells like old people. There was like really old people that lived here before us, and uh, when we leave for a couple days, you come back in. It's like the old people have like moved back in. It's really, it's kind of a funkety smell they probably actually did maybe i have that fear that is a crippling fear of mine is that someone lives in our walls and like comes out when we're sleeping and stuff like that i really get like i've checked every closet wall door in this house like multiple times i watched oh, that's, movie that's like happened that. yeah no matt wait, wait wait maybe we've seen the same movie where he comes in yeah. through the um where he comes in through the basement or something it's like it's like uh yeah. it's a game teenagers plays living in people's houses without them knowing right oh no totally different movie no Oh, so when I was movie, when I was pretty young, I saw a scary movie. It was like a freaky movie. It was like a not. It was like on the Lifetime channel. It was like a mom living with her son and their creepy neighbor. Like they finally like they were like dating, and then she's like, "No, I don't like you." Blah blah blah. And then he had a path into her house, and it was like really it like fucked dude, me that, up. That's Disturbia, dude. No, it's not I Disturbia. It's it, yeah, but it was yeah Disturbia ish. And then I watched Disturbia when I was older. But was it J Lo? No. 
No. Okay. No, it was like a lifetime movie. I and I've I tried to search for it since I grew up, but like yeah, it really messed me up. And now I like I ge- I genuinely fear that like my house is being accessed by other people. But there is another one where there's like a boy living in the walls and like he moves this doll around and he is the doll. Is it Serbia? No. It's called the child. <laughs> the one. I'm pretty sure know. that's Serbia. I don't know. That is with, with J-Lo. <laughs> Okay, okay, guys, I get it. I don't know. <laughs> right. No, there's, there's, there's a spinoff of Disturbia with uh, Yeah. All right. Well, that's great. I thought that was a reboot. That's just I think crazy. it might have been a sequel, actually. I still don't understand the difference. The thing is, I wrote so much stuff that, like, because I, I just wrote so many things that were going on in my mind that, like, we're barely through all this because I just have so much I need to talk to you guys about. Like, this is my sounding board for my crazy thoughts. Um <laughs> I do have a newfound love for a sport, though. I would love to get your guys' feedback on it because I do think it'll par- parlay into some challenges later on. I have picked that, up uh, that sport where there's the pole that's that's uh, there's two poles and there's like a hundred people on each team and they try and get knock the person off the top of the pole. No, it's uh, <laughs> it's the ladder running where you like just lean it up and then climb it and then it's like the fireman Ooh. challenge. No, I've been playing pickleball. I picked it up um, and I'm I'm in love. I think I think it's my new sport. It's like. It's here's how I describe it. It's not quite as lame as tennis, and it's got the movement you want of like basketball, like side to side, like good cardio. It's got badminton and ping pong like infused, and you can kind of spike the ball like a, it feels a little volleyballish. I really like pickleball, and so my question was: of the seven hosts of the Tuesday Catch Up, um, or if we did like a duo, like of duos, who do you think like? You know, do, should we, we we should play? Who do you think would succeed? I'm I, I'm not very good, but I would love it. Uh, Nate, go ahead. Jake. Jake. Uh, I would say Nate would be the best, just because he has a weird innate ability to just be good at everything new that he tries. Yep. So I'm just gonna <laughs> same with Harley. I think Harley and Nate would dust. Yeah, I think one. I was gonna say if we did singles, I think it would be Nate versus Harley in the finals. I'm hanging in there, but I have a propensity to just choke when like I'm like I like I was playing Andre and I got close to winning a couple times, and then I would just like lose because I couldn't serve the ball over the net because I like I get in my head too much. Good flex, Jake. Good flex. Yeah, pickleball is pretty awesome. I've I've played with Craig Spiracy a couple times, and he has absolutely demolished me because I played him a couple times when I was hungover. Hey, <laughs> and does this scare you that you're becoming Craig? <laughs> He's a pickleball master. I just heard. Hey, Matt. <laughs> I'll, yeah, kill yeah. I'll kill you. I'll kill you. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, me in All right, fuck it. We'll talk more pickleball next week. Your daily pickleball update. It's gonna be a pickleball podcast. I'm gonna start my own. It's gonna be like in a pickle or something, and I'm just gonna host it and talk pickleball gear. Time out, Jake. What's up? Real quick, is it as aging white males? When is it time to pick up racquetball? <laughs> I feel like pickleball. <laughs> pickleball so is an older people. white guy sport, though. So, like, I think it transitions, like, when you're, I think, like, as an aging white male, you go from racquetball, then you got to slow things down to pickleball. So, I think you made, you might have jumped the gun a little bit. Well, but here's the thing. We actually, I, I we think were, racquetball is winter and pickleball is summer, uh, old man gotcha. sport. Ooh, okay. I don't know. So, All we right. went to a tennis club and we were by far the youngest people there and also the most hated because yeah. I showed up in, like, a Hans and Franz gray sweatshirt or sweater, a crew neck, <laughs> and then a headband up that, like, had my hair sticking out of it and tight shorts, but... It was uh, I had a I had a vibe to me, a look to me, and they just weren't entertained. Um, Love it. Yeah. But you know, you got to do these things. I think we're gonna I'm gonna take the pickleball world by storm. Keep your eyes on me. I might get pro. I might go pro. Get a sponsor. Uh, I want Vlasic to sponsor me for pickleball. Okay, 
phone notes because uh, I'm gonna skip this whole. I I like to free Carly out with like dark thoughts at night, but right before he tries to sleep, I send him like really fucked up stuff. Uh, we lost Nate. He looked, he hey, looked we, like he was- we got Nate back. All right, cool. So, anyways, um, I used yeah. I'll talk more about this next week. But whenever Harley tries to sleep, I send him really messed up like thoughts. I'm like, dude, what if you were a jumper in World War II and you had to jump into Normandy <laughs> and your plane got shot and you were behind enemy lines? He's like, dude, I'm trying to sleep, and I'm like, but think about it. <laughs> it's like I really like yeah, doing but that. Like too. the only reason you can <clears throat> see is because of all the explosions happening around you. I'm like, that's not helping. He's like, it is 11:30 <laughs> at night and I'm trying to sleep. Enough. I was like, whatever, whatever, dude. You're no fun. Um, okay, phone notes. This is something I want you guys to help with. Are hibachi workers the horniest people in the food industry? Hibachi chefs. I would love to hear your reasoning for it. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever not been to a hibachi place where they don't hit on your girlfriend, your sister, or your mom? Like, have you not had where they're like, oh, very pretty, like you? Oh, geez, I'm not going to do an accent. That's how you <laughs> can't Ah, yikes. Ooh, yeah, my face is going to turn red here in a second. Anyways, that's, that might get cut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jake, Jake with the, yeah, okay. Here we go. Anyways, but they always try to, they try to, they try to give like the ladies at your table sake, like no matter what. They're like, shot for you? And you're like, what? And then like Cassie's birthday, for example, they try, they gave her like four or five different ones and then like they just they'll like twist the knives and they're like oh very pretty like i can't i gotta stop trying to do an accent i'm gonna fucking. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure benihana chef is like the second highest search term on pornhub seriously <laughs> i don't know why i said seriously like, I actually it's it's a hot category apparently no but think about this though like they even hit on your dad like they're just they're just flirty people they're just they're out there and like the i think one thing that stands out to me is just the they're absolute well yeah but here's the thing is like the absolute balls they're like juggling knives and spatulas while hitting on your lady they're like, like talking about how good they look and like just working in the background and i just think like that's they just they rub me as the horniest people in the food industry like besides back kitchen workers at like a at a mm-hmm. restaurant, yes. But that's more as, like, as, a, mm-hmm. as a former restaurant employee, I can tell you for a fact <laughs> that the kitchen workers are the horniest. Uh, <laughs> I had a stand-up bit about it, and it, yeah, they're they're so horny. The women walking in through the carryout window, and then they catch something, they'll run out to the floor and take a look. Oh my god! Oh shit! Cut that. Jake, that was an accent but, there. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't, yeah. det- I couldn't detect exactly where that was from. Could you, uh, could you elaborate? No, I, no, I'm not. <laughs> no. Um, was that Pacific Northwest? Mm, sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I did have a bit about that I though. I think hibachi chefs are more in it for the tits. You know, I think, mm-hmm. I think, because they're all they're showmen at the end of the day. You really don't and think showmen got to make. Oh, and well, I think they're going for tip. Whenever one of else, your, you know? whenever one of your mothers sleeps with a hibachi chef, you come back to me and you talk to me about how how they are because I think they're the I think they're the Romeos, the the swooning, uh, the swoons of of the food service world. Um, but yeah, okay, yeah, never mind. I I have a theory also. I think yep. the horniest people in the restaurant industry are the people who own the businesses that only seem to hire good looking women. Hmm. It's probably some sad. That's just Lonely, Hooters. Mid fifties. Like like desperate and only hires good looking women. That's fair. That's yeah, that's fair. Um Did my, did my phone note make it? I don't see it. Where is it? What is it? Uh, I, I edited <laughs> I it this morning. <laughs> yeah. Um I don't know if I brought this up it. post uh did I talk about Beyond Meat Sweats? No. No. All right. I Nate's heard this before, but um, so I, I just want to uh, go out there. 
you know, is it possible to go beyond meat sweats? Because I believe I went there. I thought you were talking about a vegan meat sweat. So you, no. you, yeah, beyond meat. <laughs> beyond meat, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, uh, it could be regular meat or beyond meat, whatever you choose. I feel like you fall asleep once you pass the land of meat sweats, but you went into like meat euphoria. Like where did you end up? You were in Nirvana? I, I landed in meat menopause. I started having hot flashes and was like, like sitting there like this. Oh my God. And I was like sweating and I was like, holy crap. And I was like, I had to lay down because everything was just so dense. It was after Thanksgiving and I ate one too many plates. I was going to say, what, irritable. What, what was the meat? Like what did it? Um, what, like what sent you over the edge? I think it was like the three rolls I ate all that bread and like, you know, and the, and the stuffing just started like expanding with the Turkey in there. And it just sent me into, into, into hot flashes. The, I have been to meet menopause. I think actually one time um, I got, yeah. I got the, I got the pit masters platter at Parker John's. It's like a $50 meant for three. And I ate every bit of it. It had like three spicy and sausages, brisket, wings, Mac and cheese, cornbread, and then fries. And I ate everything and oh, uh yeah, i like i remember i was sick for like almost a day and a half like i was just sweating and just smell i yeah. smelled like rotten eggs like my insides were like trying to process an entire cow and a pig that i took down but you know it is what it is <laughs> good oh, i'm glad i'm not alone but i went into that dark place and that and i came out boys but um it was scary. Do you feel like you need to have like a fan on you when you get that? Like when I got in the meat menopause, I, <laughs> I stripped down to my boxers and then just had a, bl- a fan blowing on three on me while I scrolled my phone. Like I was, I was suffering. I've done the same thing after Parker <laughs> Johns did. <laughs> I, I, but I was, I was just laying face down, like naked in my bed with the fan going on. <laughs> And I'm like, man, this feels good. I need to cool I just, I remember I got up and I like had like a little bit of tit sweat on the bed. I was like, oh, I hate myself. There was so much self-loathing that was making me warmer and stuff. So it was great. Meet menopause. Yep, meet menopause. Um, fellas, it's time for a quick advertisement for this year's saucies. Okay. Bye. 2020's year-end award show, the first annual saucies coming up next week here are your categories the best mispronunciation of the year on the pod this may be some old episodes some new episodes or we might just pick someone who's not even on the podcast we've got some great nominees in the uh in the wings here and then we've got the florida man of the year for the most floridiest act out there uh the bermuda triangle award what happened to that person uh, nominees as they stand right now are Charlie Sheen, Toby Maguire, Britney Spears. We've got the TikTok Award. Uh, Matt will be presenting that one. That's a thank you targeted algorithm award. Figure out what the darkest talkie scene this year is. Uh, we've got Tomato Person of the Year. If you'd like to, <laughs> if you'd like to make sure you're in, you know, put your voting campaign out there. And then the Granddaddy of them all, the best podcast revival of the year. Strong category. Can't wait to see who wins that one. <laughs> Tune into the Saucies next week. <laughs> All right. Very That's good. Excited. That's good. Woo. Yes, yes, yes. Um, it's Christmas still, so let's just finish off this Christmas discussion with what we are saying is the holiday movie draft of 2020. We're going to go around the table, and you're going to pick your lineup of four Christmas movies. If we can't get to four, maybe we'll do three on them. It's the Tuesday catch-up. It is what it is. Um, But, yeah, we'll go around the table. Um, I think that, Jake, you're going to go first because you suggested the idea, and I think that was a a banger of an idea by you. So here's what we're going to do. 
We're going to pick our movies, and then we're going to post them on a table on Instagram, and you're going to tell us who picked the best lineup of Christmas movies. If you had, if you were like, oh, it's the it's the 20th of December, and we have five nights to watch five banger Christmas movies, or we're marathoning them, what are the best ones to pick? Jake, take it away. Okay, gotcha. Great. Real quick, I just want to clarify. So we can overlap, right? We can use the same movies? No. Oh, shit. Uh, Okay, like, hey, so I'm, the same I'm, exact four. We're doing a draft. No, we're doing a draft. Like once it's off the board, it's off the board, and I think that that's the best way to ensure Shit. that you have to. We're we going one at a time. Yeah, we're doing one at a time. Oh, Jake, oh, oh. we'll go Jake, Nate, right. and then Harley or Matt. You got to go, and then I'll go last because I feel yeah, like that's I'll, not fair. I'll scribe this. I'll scribe this. Okay. All right. Well, I would say. Mm, see, now I'm stuck in a tough position because now do I pander to the people? Or do I go true to my heart? Go true to true your heart. heart. True to your heart. All right, I'm going to go true to my heart by pandering to the people and picking out. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. That's a, that's a, that's a top favorite. Uh, because it, it's got to be Elf. It's not necessarily my favorite, but it's everybody's favorite. No one say. complains if you throw on Elf. No one's like, oh, God, I hate Tim Allen as Santa or whatever. Like, you know, there's always something. <laughs> Don't you slander around, like, the next pick. <laughs> <laughs> what I will say is no one hates Will Ferrell as an elf. So I'm going to go true. with elf as my 1-1 one, one pick. That's a great pick. Uh, analysts are saying that's <laughs> – no, not a surprise here as elf comes off the sh- uh, the, the board first. Uh, elf, elf, off off the <laughs> elf off the shelf. Uh, Nate, you're up. Um, You know, this is a hard one uh, coming in at number two. Um, but I do think that – um, <clears throat> you can't really go wrong with a little violence and bloodshed on a nice Christmas morning. Yeah. Home yeah. Alone. Oh, wow. Number one. Wow. Right here. Die Hard stood up to accept, and then they just sat down and drafted <laughs> the guy next to him. Wow. wow. Yeah, I think uh, Home Alone is um, a, a true gem. And I don't think it's going to be one of those movies that goes away. Um, I'm already a little sick of Elf, just saying. Um, you know, and uh, a little bit grinchy Slander. there, but I don't think Slander. I'll ever get, get bored of Home Alone. It's Santa! <laughs> just like that's, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's Santa. All right, Matt, go ahead. Oh, hallelujah. Holy shit. I'm picking Christmas <laughs> Vacation. Damn it. There's Ooh. so many <laughs> quotable lines in that thing. Shader's Fall. Shader's Fall. Cousin Eddie, Gem. The, just everything in there. We, it's like driving through a nitroglycerin plant. You know, there's just there's so much good stuff. Um, so that's – I could watch it every year, and we have – I love it. All right, good pick. Hard Dog. Uh, I'm going to go with A Christmas Story. There's a reason they play it for – a whole day straight on TV. Yep. It's Ugh. it's a feel it's a feel good crowd favorite. Not my favorite movie. You're gonna shoot the, your it's eye the out. Safe choice. Yeah, it's a safe choice. <laughs> it's a safe choice. Some would say that's like a 75 overall middle linebacker. Like he's just gonna. It's a role player. <laughs> it's a steady pick. Uh, I will be going with the Grinch with Jim Carrey, and then I'm up again because I get a back to back pick. I will tell you that. Yeah, I like that pick. It's 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 almost like a Will Ferrell where like you that you can't go wrong with Jim Carrey in a funny goofy role, and then that movie's just utterly ridiculous. Yes, Jake. Is there I, – I, you can cut this after. Is anyone taking notes on this so we remember? Yeah, Matt is. Hello. Okay, Describe. Right. Hey, that's good shit. All right, here we go. Uh, I got my next pick here. God, I don't know. I don't know. 
Uh, Polar Express. Fuck you, Nate. Mm, that's a <laughs> terrible choice. No, it's not. Polar Express is fire. <laughs> I know who's taking last place. All right. <laughs> Fuck. Can I redact? Can I redact my pick? No. All no, right, Jake. You're no. Or no, Harley's up. Harley's up. It's Snake Draft. We go back to uh, it's Harley. I'm struggling to pick. <laughs> this is why I can see how drafts generally go down to the last second here. Yeah. Well, don't you're still taking calls. Just so you know, we're live on the air. Still taking what? Still taking calls. Seeing if you want to trade your pick. Yes, yes. Um, Is Gremlins a Christmas movie? Otherwise, I'm going to go Gremlins. I'm going to go Gremlins. Wow, dude. That movie terrified me as a kid. (laughs) All right. Uh, Then I believe it's Matt. I watched it a few weeks ago. Talked about it before. The night before. Lots of drugs. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There you go. Uh, uh, Nate. I'm going Die Hard. Nothing wrong, with a little, nothing wrong with a little blood and violence on Christmas morning. <laughs> yeah. What do I say? Theme. God damn. All right, Jake. All right. Hold on. You get back-to-backs, I... don't he? Doesn't he get back-to-backs? Because when they snake yes, all the way back to me. Yeah, yeah, all right. Oh, I get back-to-backs, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Can I pose the question to the group before I take the pick officially? Yes. Well, is, Die Hard, is Die Hard 2? No. Is that a Christmas movie? Because they're in. he's in the airport fighting the russians on christmas it is snowing during that it one it is too. snowing I feel like yeah but if you pick die hard 2 when there's still so many classics left on the board your team sucks all right fine <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm gonna take christmas with the cranks i think that's like a Ooh. such a forgotten movie oh, if, if you haven't watched it <laughs> it's fucking hilarious it's a fucking hilarious mm. all right all right and then it, that is a good movie. Coming from the after the Tim Allen yeah. slander, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> and then I would say, gosh darn, this is tough. Um, I'm gonna have to go with. Oh, I got it. Charlie Brown Christmas. Mm, good pick. Good pick. It's a little out there, but I think if, if you've watched it, like for me, for us, it's a Christmas Eve tradition. We yeah. all sit down around the fire, we throw it on. It's a family adventure. Nate? Now, I'm going to steer away from the blood and violence a little bit and go with a Christmas musical of sorts. Um, mm. I'm going White Christmas. Um, Bing Crosby. It's I, Bing Crosby. I just watched that for the first time the other night. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. I think it's uh, definitely up there on my favorite uh, Christmas movies as well. I like the pick. Matt? Hmm. I am going to go with Home Alone 2. It's not as good <laughs> as the first, but you know what? I'm just a fan of Macaulay Culkins. And, uh, you know, that little kid sure uh, doesn't oh. know how to stop the wet bandits. I like to pick Macaulay right. Culkin, baby. Hard dog. At, at this point, I'm a little bit grasping for straws because I don't think Christmas Story and Gremlins is a strong team. So I'm going to go with a Muppets Christmas Carol. Oh, that's good. Jesus, <laughs> dog, you're hurting right now. Uh, okay, no, I, I truly know what is last place now. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say this. It's pretty easy. Uh, I will be going with Jack Frost. Now that is an emotional ride. I don't know if anyone here has seen Jack Frost, but if you want to cry and get a little closer to your father or learn how to be a better man, you watch Jack Frost close to Christmas. <laughs> 
Big, big, big character redemption story. That is a feel-good, hug-your-dad-after story. So that's mine. And then my back-to-back is... The Holiday with Jack Black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I believe that puts that's my four. That's my Mount Rush, not my Mount Rushmore, but my like my my pick of four movies. Right, so, right. Then I think it goes all the way back up just one last time. Right, then it goes Harley, yeah back yeah. up to yeah. the first. You get pick. one more pick a piece. Yeah, okay. So Hard Dog, um, sleeper pick. Nobody's taking Rudolph off the board. I believe. Yeah, I see that? Yep, you're right. Good pick. Um, I don't think this counts as a double, but there's a new Grinch movie that's an animated one where, like, Tyler, the creator. (laughs) That movie sucks. (laughs) You already picked it. Yeah, it's on the board. I'm taking it. Sucks. Um, I'm going to go Tim Allen, Santa Claus 2. Oh, shit. How did I even think about that? Yeah, I was going to say, who took Santa Claus 1? Because he was on the board, and I was like, I don't want that. Yeah. Uh, nobody took it. I'm still going Santa Claus 2 because <laughs> it's better than Santa Claus 1. Sure. All right. Jake? All right. I'm going to pander once again to our older audience this time, and I'm going to go with Scrooge, Bill Murray. If you haven't seen Scrooge with Bill Murray, it is utterly fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 awesome old-time comedy. Like, if you like Animal House and you like all those other, like, older, like, style comedy movies with – and it's got Bill Murray in it, so it's 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 fantastic and a bit of a tearjerker at the end. If you don't, here I'm gonna pose a I'm gonna pose a challenge to the audience. If you don't cry at the end of Scrooge, fuck you. Wow, <laughs> it's out there. Because it, Merry Christmas. I love that you pose it as a challenge. I'm gonna pose a challenge. If you don't cry at Scrooge, fuck you. <laughs> that's, that's that's your challenge. That's my Accepted. Uh, okay, now that's a travesty that Tim Allen's Santa Claus one never made it off the board. I'd said stop. He slid. He had some I'm draft day allegations for weed or something. Yeah. Um, Matt, could you run us through, uh, or at least let's go around the table? I believe my four are uh, the Grinch one, Polar Express, Grinch the good version, uh, Grinch, Polar Express, uh, uh, the Holiday, Jack and, what was, Frost. and Jack Frost. That I like mine. Yeah, Hard Dog. What that's was yours? Cool. Uh, I got Muppets, Christmas Carol, Gremlins, A Christmas Story, and Rudolph. Bust. <laughs> it's just getting mad. <laughs> I got the uh, the new Grinch, the best Grinch, uh, Home Alone 2, The Night Before, and Christmas Vacation. Good picks. Good picks. Jay, uh, got, Nate. Yeah, Nate. It's, I'm sorry. my uh, I've got Home Alone, Die Hard, White Christmas, and Santa Claus 2. Honestly, worse than Harley's. All right, Jake, you're up. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's a winner right there. Sure. Yeah. Matt, you might have to help me out with this because I kind of I blacked out once I told everyone to fuck. I got you, Jake. Uh, we got Elf, Christmas with the Cranks, Charlie Brown Christmas, and Scrooge. If you don't That's cry, man, Scrooge, fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, honorable mention: Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, uh, yeah. ones that didn't yeah. get picked. Yeah. yeah, that. Yeah, that one. Christmas Chronicle with uh, Kurt Russell as Santa. Office, yeah. Office Christmas Kurt Party. Office Great. Christmas Party. Deck the Halls. I don't think made it off. Bad Santa. Bad Santa. Yeah. Ooh, with uh, what's his name? What's the guy? Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton. God, I love that guy's name. All right. Um, ba- 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 ba. It's time for the People's Court. Hit the music. Yeah. The year is 2020. 
A new president has been elected and done away with the justice system. <laughs> he rounded up the tech leaders to create a social media justice system. Anybody may be imprisoned with enough votes by the American people. <laughs> if you are convicted, you spend life in sunny Los Angeles. You heard that right, Los Angeles, a maximum security prison, <laughs> led locked in white only. <laughs> do the crime and you will do the time. Welcome to the People's Court. Led locked in Wyoming. The tech leaders have gathered up and they've rounded up our justice system and they've vote for you to go to jail. It's time for the People's Court. All right, court's in session. I believe I'm the only case today. Is that right, Your Honor? Mm-hmm. What I would like to bring you, uh, as uh, the pr prosecution would like to bring Will Smith to trial today, please. Boo. Kind of a hero. Order, order in the court. Order, yeah. order. Now, <laughs> I listen. Mean, I know that Will, we, while, while the prosecution recognizes that Will Smith is a valuable member of pop culture uh, with hits such as Fresh Prince Bel-Air and... That's it. iRobot. Getting jiggy with it. And getting jiggy with it. And iRobot. And a catalog of other really bad movies with weird Hitch. with his weird kids. Hitch was great too. So was so Gemini was, Man. That, that was one flop. sucked. Um, what other one was there? There was a Pursuit of Happiness. The Apocalypse One. Par uh, it's, oh yeah, uh, Independence Day. Whatever. Yeah, but it, uh, no, not that one. Pursuit of Happiness really? was, in New York. Oh, I am Legend. I am oh, Legend. I am Legend. I am Legend. Pursuit, Pursuit of Happiness. Was those iRobot. Okay, so while we recognize that Will Smith is an incredible talent on screen. Off screen, Will Smith has been repeatedly hashing out his old personal beefs over long form one hour interviews that just release on TV, movie, all this stuff. And quite frankly, quit trying to make money off the fact that you were an asshole when you were younger and you pissed off a bunch of people by having discussions with your wife about how she cheated on you on TV. Quit having with discussions with old Aunt Vivian because you got her kicked off the show. Like, dude. I am just, I'm sick of Will Smith trying to remain relevant by fighting with people or hashing out old fights. Like, can you imagine Harley? Imagine or releasing shitty one minute rap songs. And also, and also while releasing like garbage movies. He hasn't been in a good one in yeah. a while. So here's what I would say Imagine this, my fellow, my, my honors. Imagine if one of us was beefing, if Matt and I were beefing. And rather than just settle our beef off air, we decided that we were just going to film a sit down where we just like pander to the audience by not really saying anything for an hour and talking about how we've grown as people and we just we don't understand what you needed and I needed like we just talk like we just talk circles around each other and then we sell it and we sell ads with it <laughs> and just like call it a reunion event fuck it mm. I'm over it it's Honestly, like pretentious Mari I would like to see Will Smith prosecuted <laughs> yeah. to the fullest yeah. extent get your beef off the onlines this is a place for fun I want Wayne Brady Kung yeah. Fu less of Will Smith He's also the biggest cuck of 2020. That's for sure. 100%, dude. 100%, dude. What dude wants to go sit down with his wife and be like, let her tell him that she slept with other people because she was annoyed of him? And then he just sits there and he's like, You mm. slept with our son's best friend while we were still married. Yeah. This, yeah. I know it's getting Get a little darker, but I, here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. This is a message to all you people. I think as much as we love Will Smith, we need to prosecute him to the full extension of the law of Los Angeles because otherwise people will continue to try to make money off of these reunions and beefs and it's it's just it's over love it I, well, yeah, I mean, oh Jake take the floor the I'm gonna say this. I think I think that's showbiz baby I think we're a little jaded being from the Midwest not fully understanding 
the glitz and glamour and the role of Hollywood. <laughs> you know, I think I think Will Smith is just he's just doing his thing. He's just trying playing, to stay relevant. Yeah, he's playing the game. It's tough, man. I don't I'm know. Kind of, I'm kind of with Jake. It seems excessive. I mean, dude, that's what, it's a people's that's court, what, and people love Will Smith. And that's what Eminem and MGK just did. They elevated. They both elevated by doing that stuff. People do it all the time. Which is stupid. Why do we care what they're fighting about? That's true. All right. Show I have a, just to <laughs> start the Let's punishment. take the producers to Los Angeles. <laughs> to start the punishment, I would uh, like for Will Smith to be uh, – reintroduced to his good things and his bad things and let him see the difference. Hmm. So I think he has to do a Shia LaBeouf uh, movie sit down where he sits in a theater and watches every single thing he's ever filmed uh, in Los Angeles as a, the start to a long journey. Here's what we do. We art. play his best movies all the way to his worst in that order. So they just get progressively yep. harder to watch and we don't let him sleep while he watches mm-hmm. them. Now here's the we're, second. We're not breaking him for the movies though, are we? No. So here was my second pitch. Oh, no, here's my here was my initial punishment. Side, side beef. May I may I may I present present my current punishment as it stands? Yep. He likes to he likes to film things and do all these reunion specials. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna make him hash out his beefs with his own characters. We're gonna make him just film the most elaborate, stupid sit down between the I Am Legend guy, Pursuit of Happiness, Gemini, all this stuff. And he's gonna have to keep cutting and redoing it and like and hashing out his own problems with his other characters. And uh, I don't know, I just feel like that would just be a, a miserable production for him. Or he's the fucking Los Angeles therapist. I don't know, I just, I'm done with him. And I'm sick, of, I'm canceling Will Smith from this podcast. <laughs> I mean, I feel like he's been replaced. He's no longer the uh, the top tier movie star. The Rock has taken over. Yeah, and The Rock doesn't. The Rock beefs through Instagram. The Rock's almost just as bad. The Rock like was beefing with all the people from Fast and Furious over Instagram. At least, I mean, at least Will Smith was sitting there with these people. But he's trying to make money off solving problems that he used to cause. That's what's annoying me. Is he's getting rewarded for being a dick earlier on when he was younger. Can you imagine if I can you imagine if I just tried to make amends with everybody, but the only way I wanted to do it was if they came on my podcast and we could monetize it somehow? Yeah, it's called Chumming It Up. It'll be released next Thursday. Bang, 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 <laughs> bang, 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 bang. <laughs> <laughs> only for our Patreon. Fucking Harley freaking segues. Um, all right, well, is this case getting thrown out? Did I just lose the people's court? I think I'm 0 for I 5. I think you lost. Put it, put, it, put it to a vote. Who knows? Does anyone want to? All right, all right. All in favor of punishing Will Smith, say aye. 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 That's three against two. Uh, Jake Harley, in your defense, uh, if you if you don't want to send him, say nay. Nay. What do we do here? Three versus two. I think he goes in for a minor sentencing. It's yeah. like beyond scared straight. You know what? I think we just take <laughs> his phone from him. For yeah, he has to be count. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. We <laughs> no take his phone from him, and he has to go talk. Like he has to have an individual sit down that we get to film. With all the crazy people in Los Angeles, and like we have to do like a beef sit down where he has to sit and like ask them questions and actually pretend to care. And then we burn the footage in front of his eyes. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I think I think I think justice is served. We bang the gavel a little bit. All right, beautiful. Um, Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, there we go. I'll tell you later. You got to unmute. Dude, you got to hit the microphone link. You're muted. <laughs> the microphone icon. Come on, dude. I'm, I'm putting this screen recorder on. You got this, dude. You got this. Stop talking. You're on mute. 
It's literally it's an icon at the bottom. There's no way you you got this. I I promise you, you got this. Is that better? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he's he's old. Uh, he's crazy. He's got conspiracies up the wazoo. Ladies and gentlemen, Harley and I's father, Craig Fredrickson. <laughs> Clap him in, boys. I am honored to be here. I enjoyed the podcast last week. Uh, didn't know you guys are always like a week behind, so you didn't post your second one yet, right? Not yet. That's coming out two days from now. Well, you know, if I have trouble with a mute button and a speaker icon, I could easily miss that you already put it out there. Oh, yeah. you're Yeah. I mean, you, you told me that you got rid of the data on your phone and I had to send you the podcast and I went, how are you planning on listening to it then? I was so confused on what your battle, your, your attack plan was for the podcast. Well, I can listen to the podcast, but getting on here like this, uh, they would use 80% of my data. You know, I get a whole gig a month. I don't even use that. You're you're so. a you're a disconnected man, but connected in the realms of <laughs> conspiracies. So what's uh, what's going on in the world of uh, of Craig? Well, I did get a kick out of it last week. I got to give a shout out to uh, Pierre out there in the Bayou. That's quite the character. <laughs> uh, and it started making me think of silly stuff between you and the the duck contest or geese or whatever it was. Yep. I'm thinking, give me a pair of goggles and earmuffs. I'll take them on. You know, how, ma- <laughs> well, how many geese do you think you could fight if they're coming every 15 seconds? It doesn't matter. They're geese. <laughs> You've never <laughs> had a bad encounter with geese? Uh, no, but you know what? They just snap their wings, step on their head, use, like Harley said, swing a tool at, you know, swing a duck at a duck. You know, it'll work. <laughs> ducks a duck. Oh, that was, yeah, it's a duck's uh, a duck. If it quacks like a duck and walks like a duck. <laughs> It's a goose. <laughs> it's a goose. <laughs> I figured that Pierre, and he ought to get himself, you know, with him and his gators. You know, I, I thought, now that's kind of silly. I was thinking silly stuff. I says, get yourself a gator tuxedo. And if it's formal, man, I'd leave the alligator tail. So I looked on the internet. Somebody already made an alligator tuxedo. Dang. <laughs> with, uh, the tail? with the tail? With the know, t- I didn't see the tail, but you know, I didn't know if it was formal, but I would. You know, I'd wear it proudly. So we, that, that uh, so Pierre, yeah, Pierre is a super fan from Louisiana. That like just he messaged us and he's a big fan. And he wanted on the show, so we got him on here. Oh, that's the, he's a riot. He's a riot. Yeah, I'm just thinking dumb stuff. I mean, do kangaroo pockets get wet in the rain? You know, so I, I don't know. <laughs> you're asking the right. You're asking the right questions. Yeah. Yeah, my mind is growing again. Yeah. <laughs> now, d- now, Dad, you left you left Jake's mind in an absolute blender last week when we went through that checklist. You, I mean, when you left here, we didn't really know where to go with the pod because you had expanded our minds into a, a real growth scenario. <laughs> now we're regressing. Oh well, you know, I, I did come across a lot of stuff, but it's the Christmas season right now, so I'm going to save uh, you know some of the uh, things I've uncovered or feel like discussing, but. Uh, you know, I always got to share a few quotes. You know, you know Socrates, right? Yes. Oh yeah. Yep, his famous quote: "I drank what?" <laughs> uh, I don't think he said that though. But I did like Mark Twain's. It's uh, it's not what you know that gets you into trouble; it's what you know that just ain't so. And I thought, now that's pretty good. That guy knew his stuff. You have to walk me through that one. Well, it's it's not what you know that gets you in trouble. It's what you know 
that just ain't so. Yeah, but when I asked you to explain it, I didn't need you to just say it slower. <laughs> I needed you to fucking explain it. <laughs> it's not, hey, thank you. That was extremely helpful. I feel so much more enlightened. <laughs> That's like when you ask someone for the definition of something and they just end a sentence with that word. Yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, I have always a... helpful. Always helpful. I can give you the cure for depression. What's that? Uh, you know, that's easy. Yeah. It is the holidays. The ten-step process is you find someone that's uh, you know that really needs help and you help them, and uh, you repeat that nine more times. <laughs> pretty, that's the... <laughs> pretty soon, you know, you don't have any problems. You're looking at them going, "Oh, that poor slob." You know, <laughs> I'm glad you're approaching it with the right lens. Um, now, 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 dad, there is, there's been a discussion today on a sport, taking the podcast by storm. We're thinking about who might be the best. And we'd like to formally challenge you to a pickleball matchup, uh, to run the gauntlet against the host of the Tuesday catchup in a pickleball extravaganza. Do you think you could uh, take, do you think you could take any and all of us? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I think we would. I think we would absolutely drum you. I I've been playing for three days, and I think I I think I would mercy rule you. Well, I don't know. I uh, I schooled You'd highly last time we played. Yeah, but I was definitely hungover. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, I'm built different. I'm glad it's a family thing. You come with a pocket full of excuses too. You know, <laughs> coming out with that heat. Uh, all right. <laughs> Now, I don't know. Let's talk about this. What's on, what's on the menu for next Saturday? We're coming over for Christmas. What are you cooking up for us, and how are you going to handle this? Uh, well, we were going to have competitive knitting, but uh, oh. we've decided that uh, on, on the menu will be uh, – I've got main lobster ravioli. That'll be with uh, like an Italian dish. i got five cheese tortellini with uh, Alfredo I'm going to make homemade because, you know, Cassie doesn't like – yeah, red sauce. Uh, yeah, and all that other red stuff. Sauce, yeah, yeah. Soft. Um, I'm also making, and it may sound gross, but I made it once. I, I kind of I thought about it. I said, oh, I got this and this in my pantry. That ought to make a, something good. Uh, oysters and artichoke hearts. <laughs> so uh, next thing I know, I, I, I modified their recipe a little bit and made this thing, and it's an it's awesome soup. And so I'm going to cook some artichokes, uh, bust off all the leaves and chop them up because the other stuff gets immersed and blended with some heavy whipped cream and garlic and thyme and all that other stuff. And that's uh, pretty tasty. All right. And I'll bring the Chinese food. Last but not least will be the Kobe. Well, the, so my, uh, well, yeah, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Before you go through this, dad, my dad called me the other day and gave me like a 10 minute explanation on Kobe beef and why we were having it for dinner. He's like, have you ever had Kobe beef? You don't even know Kobe beef. He's like, you think prime ribs good? You think prime rib is good? He's like, Kobe beef. <laughs> he just like laid it out on me. So that's, that's coming up as the, the main course. Well, that's true. Cause the Kobe is nothing more than a Wagyu cow. It's a breed of cow in Japan. Uh, only difference is, is they have the lineage of their steers and everything going back thousands of years to prove that it's a Kobe. And who knows, maybe they, you know, it's a brand. Who knows if they massage it, who cares? Wagyu beef is Wagyu beef. Yeah. And uh, I've had it once in Vegas. The difference is the, the oils in the meat, it's so marbled, uh, are the good oils for your body. But it, yeah, you can't put it in the microwave. You can't defrost it on your counter. Because the actual fats in that meat uh, melt at a lower temperature than your body. So that means that when you take a bite of it, it actually dissolves in your mouth. That's it's, what it was. Uh, yeah, he's like, it melts in your mouth. He's like, you literally melts. can't withstand being in your mouth. 
Um, yeah, it, it, all that flavor and all that goodness just boof, right, instant uh, solidified in your mouth. All right, Dad, our last thing for you here today is we are going to uh, run you through the four Christmas movies that each podcast host picked as their top four, and you're going to say who had the best lineup, and that'll be, the, the, that'll be you know, a, nice, a nice jump off into this, and then we'll let you get on with your Christmas. Um, uh, Matt, will you give him the lowdown? Just, low just read the picks by themselves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, just yeah, just yeah, the sets of four. So there's going to be five sets of four and then then you can just yeah. pick whichever one you like better. So that way you're not, you know what I mean, preferences. All right, so Jake right. Uh, No, 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 don't no, say no, the no, name. No. Don't say oh, the name. Sorry, sorry. Jake didn't no have that. Um all right, so this one is Home Alone, Die Hard, White Christmas, Santa Claus 2. The next one is Christmas Story, Gremlins, Muppets Christmas and Rudolph. This one is Grinch with Jim Carrey. Polar Express, Jack Frost, Holiday. The other one is The New Grinch, Home Alone 2, Night Before, Christmas Vacation. And lastly, Scrooged, Charlie Brown Christmas, Christmas with the Cranks, and Elf. Well, I'm going to have to go with the one with Christmas Vacation. <laughs> oh, boys, let's go. All right. You know, I, I didn't am. even... I mean, I didn't realize how bad Harley's was until you read it back out again. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's so bad. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, but I got something to leave you for the Christmas thing. Has anybody been paying attention to astrology or astronomy, not astrology? No. A little bit, those two uh, planets. Coming up on the yeah, Right. Uh, and you know about this. On, uh, on the, summer, on the uh, winter solstice on the 21st, uh, it hasn't happened like this in over 800 years. Uh, Jupiter and Saturn will be less than one-tenth of a degree apart. And uh, it's going to be in the southwestern sky, visibly a little bit after sunset for a while. Um, probably find yourself a nice open field, and it's something you probably can't miss because it, when two of the brightest objects in the sky get combined as almost one, um, who knows what it looks like? Nobody was around to record it back then. so. Big uh, things happening. The, yeah, they're calling it the Christmas star or whatever. Uh, but, you know, it's like uh, I'm old enough. I got to see Skylab in the sky. I got to see Hale-Bopp Comet and all these things. I might as well see that one. Love it. Well, Fredward, we thank you for joining us. Happy Honda days. Merry Chrysler. Enjoy your holidays. Looking forward to eating some Wagyu Kobe beef that melts in my mouth. And some oysters and artichoke hearts. Uh, gonna get well, I'll be, uh, I'll be careful of the cocoa. Um, you know, I'm the last man standing at work in my department, and I'll leave you guys with a couple words here. Thought for the day, you know, and times of your life, every now and then, somebody's got you got to eat your words. That's why they should always be sweet. <laughs> oh, there you go. And then the last one, I got to leave you with the joke. We'll see yes. who guesses this one. What do you get when you cross the Atlantic Ocean with the Titanic? I don't know. Halfway. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Merry uh, Christmas Merry to Craig. Christmas, Paul. Merry Christmas. Clap yeah, mic. All right. Bye. Adios. Well. That was something. <laughs> All right, fellas. Uh, we were gonna do listener questions. We'll save them. We got some we we had a long conversation on a lot of things today. Merry so. Christmas. If you're still around, who just said Merry Christmas still? I don't know. I think Harley's way behind. No idea. 
I think Harley's internet is like is like breaking. I just heard, Merry Christmas just yelled. Yeah. What are you talking? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely Harley. He's yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? He goes, I love Kobe beef. I said it when he left. Sure, man. Yeah, okay. Like Forty seconds away. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Should I give my final thoughts now? Yeah, Harley, go ahead and start with your final thoughts. Uh, well, no, I was just joking, but do you actually want me? Yeah. yeah. Give final thoughts now? Yep. Yep. Okay. I think a uh, great episode. Three weeks back to back to back. We're we're in the groove. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Indeed. Um, Jake, final thoughts. I think, I think we're, uh, I agree. I think we're hitting our groove, hitting our stride. I'm getting the feel for the, for the podcast game and I'm loving it. And uh, yeah, let's keep it rolling. Merry Christmas, everybody. Rock on. Happy Hanukkah. Nate. Uh, Merry Christmas, guys. I think we are on the rails, in the groove, and off the chain. Um, happy Hanukkah, happy Toyota-thon, and um, no no Merry yet. Christmas. Matt? Sack, relax, enjoy some snacks. Stop, Harley. That was, good. that was gonna be my final thoughts, you asshole. <laughs> Damn it, I gotta think of something different! Alright. That's for giving me a shitty draft spot. Whatever. Matt, you're up. <laughs> We're back. Will Smith is in jail, and Harley's movie list sucks. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Uh, yeah, my final thoughts: Never watch a Christmas movie with Harley. Put some dryer <laughs> she- put some dryer sheets in your shoes so Saint Nick has something nice to smell. Remember that Saint Nick's Feet Picks dot com is a new website. You can give you can get feet picks to Santa and write him letters for Christmas. Uh, eat some good food. Snacks max. Sacks to the max, baby. Um, Merry Christmas, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. One, two, three. Wait. This has been the Tuesday Catch-Up. You're all caught up. Merry Christmas. One, two, three. There you go. Fuck. I almost forgot our closing line. All right, fellas. Let's go watch some football.